You're listening to the Racing Virginia Podcast. Now, here are your hosts. I'm Dave C. And I am Brandon Brown. And this is the Racing Virginia Podcast. If you didn't know already. I think they might have. <laughs> oh, heard it. Brandon Brown, not the NASCAR driver. Not, not the NASCAR driver. I got to put that in there. In, until I'm big enough, I'm just going to still have to preface yeah. that with, uh, with the uh, disclaimer there. Man, we got a good show today. Yeah, we do. We got a really good show. Got uh, a t- our youngest guest of, of to date, Yep, Mr. Atlee Weiss. And I, I got to play you something real quick. Okay. Okay, because this is going to blow your mind, Brandon. Okay? All right. All right. Let's hear it. Welcome, everyone, to Intensity Broadcasting for coverage of the Short Track Super Stock Series season finale here at Langley Speedway in Hampton, Virginia. This race is hosted by the iRacing Super Stock League and sponsored by Docs Gaming LLC in the Race for Christ 250. Tonight, we'll see if these drivers can conquer Langley Speedway, and as it's a battle for the championship, I am Atley Atman Weiss, and I will be broadcaster for tonight. <laughs> Atley Atman, <laughs> that was good. He is—he's a—he uh, races uh, a, a junior champ cart uh-huh. at uh, Langley Speedway for the Hampton Roads Cart Karting Cl- and Club, and he broadcasts six nights a week. So we're going to have him on, talk to him. I think you're going to be super impressed with him. Very cool. I, I could, I could relate to 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 that, that so much. That's so cool, isn't it? Yeah, that's amazing. Year, that dude's 12 years old, and you just heard him. He just, oh, you know, he and, killed it. He killed it. And we're going to have the president of Colleague Racing, Mr. Chris Rice, on the show again. He he had some big news Got the some, other day, didn't some he? Some huge news, man. I am stoked. Jeb Burton gets a full time ride. We we told him that it you know his it was going to pay off for him. Mm. It, All that hard work for Jeb. I was a little ner- I was a little nervous when Junior Motorsports didn't announce that he was going to be in the car that mm-hmm. that um, Josh Berry was going to take over the at least the first half of the mm-hmm. season, and. Uh, but he's worked really hard. He's got a lot of good partners with him, mm-hmm. and uh, and this is the, you know to be named full time driver and know he's got thirty three races with them mm-hmm. to build that cohesion and and run for a championship because that yeah. is a championship level team. Yes, it is. And you know Jeb's been in some good stuff. He had a lot of bad luck la- this year. I think he was in the wrong place at the wrong time a lot of times. Yep. Or equi- <laughs> equipment failure. <laughs> that eight car had such yeah. bad luck. And it was the same year. thing with Hemrick. Yeah. Uh, Hemrick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just a, a cursed car. But uh, he's going into the uh, the car that had the best average finish over the course of the season last year yeah. in that 10 car that, that Ross Chastain piloted. And I think he's going to do a phenomenal job. If you haven't seen it already, yeah. go go to Colleg Racing social media and check out the video that they posted. It's uh, it's fantastic. Yeah, the emotion. And, it's it's awesome. And um, I, saw, I saw a report uh, with Chase, and we talked about this last week. Chase Elliott winning the championship mm-hmm. is good for NASCAR. That's what we said. Yeah, we did say that. The engagement level on social media after he won went through the roof. Yep. And I mean that's not unsurprising. No, he's. Um, the, I mean he is the you know the the sports most popular driver. But, but like we said, that it can only be good for the sport when the the most popular driver in the sport wins its highest prize. 
Um, really, really cool for uh, for Chase to win that yeah. and and to to push the push the sport, sport to, to, to to further heights. Now, <laughs> with that, there's also a lot of people because they were testing the next gen car. So there's a lot of people on social media that were, you know, the purest. And I mean, they showed the uh, uh, the the one lug nut, and I think yep. the the, yeah. pu- the purest went nuts. They went nuts. They, they, <laughs> you, get you see that? See what I did there? Yeah. Uh, and I did it. I didn't even know I did yeah, it. Yeah, no, you didn't know. <laughs> they, they went nuts. They want the traditional five lug uh, out. But look, yeah. it, it, look, I, they're trying with this car to make it so more people can come into the sport. Yep. And I think like the uh, Marks team. The new um, uh, Justin Marks. Yes, you know his new team coming in. I, I think he's coming in a year early. I think just to get his feet wet. Yep. But uh, and they probably it, had that those plans in the works before yeah. COVID and before the car yeah. got pushed back an entire year too. Exactly. So you know they were expecting the car, mm-hmm. the next gen car, to be here, and you can't. It's hard to put. You know, once you got partners, it's hard to push everything yeah. back. So, so they're coming in with the old the old stuff for but, a year, but but th- to your point, the 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 point is to get new blood and new teams. We need like, more, like Denny Hamlin yeah. and Michael Jordan's team that's coming in um, into the sport, and that can only be good for it. It's and uh, you know the next gen car is supposedly going to save the team's money. In and the in, long run. Yep. And in turn, hopefully driving, and, and we don't know this to be a fact, but driving the cost of operation down yeah. and allowing new sponsors or some former sponsors to come back into the sport yeah. at a lower price point, um, which can only be good for the sport as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what we need. I'd like to see more of our, our Virginia boys be able to get a chance at going and, and, and running you know, cup. Um, they haven't sent it. Are, is the next gen car going to come down to uh, Xfinity? Um, I doubt it uh, for right now. Um, I think what's going to happen is you'll see you'll see kind of the same thing that happened with the uh, the Gen Six yeah. car. They implemented like the COT into Cup, and then you saw changes right. in the Xfinity series over the course of, of several years. I'm going to guess that that's going to be the same thing with the gen, next gen car. Probably would be. Um, I guess my guess would be probably the following year. Yep. Uh, and, and, you know, but hey, hey, in the long run, it would, you know, hey. I understand the purist. Sure. Yeah. But, but I also understand saving money. And, you know, advancing in because you, you, because it's you not going to be on air jacks or anything. No, no. You're, st- you're still going to have uh, that guy come across but, the, you know, to the other side with the jack and pump that thing up. Yeah. And, but here, here's the thing, like about the about the purists. There's purists from every every generation, yeah. and in in my opinion, the best racing that ever happened was in the mid '90s, and that's just my opinion. Yeah. But you can't stay with that no. technology. Like it, technology yeah. advances, and you have to advance in, into the yeah. next generation. So you've got a sequential gearbox with six gears instead of four. Um, they did the digital dash a few years ago uh, to to get away from the analog dashes in Cup Series, and now they're they're advancing even more with the the the, the single lug, yeah. and that and that's gonna um, 
apparently it's not going to cut down pit stop no. time too much, but uh, you're you're bit. not going to see you're not going to see fines for missing one lug nut. I, I did I did see a video and I did hear the, the car yeah. sounds good. Oh, yeah, it's got it's a got that, it's got a deep rumble, yeah, that deep rum, rumble. Uh, so that's going to be cool. And uh, I, I will say, well, let's change gears a little bit here because okay. I want to before we get too long winded, I want to talk about the post you did. Yeah. I was going to try to segue into it, but uh, it's, it's, you know, hard it's, it's, it's a hard segue. Yeah. So let's not just do it. I, I posted, I was, I was sitting there and, you know, I, I wanted to, to just gauge and I didn't know how the post was going to do, but uh, I just simply posted a text post. What's your favorite track in Virginia and why? I posted it on Twitter. Yeah. I posted it on Facebook and you guys blew it up. You have, you all have opinions about yeah, what your do. favorite tracks are in the state of Virginia and uh, to no one's surprise we talk about it all the time yep. on here with the vast array of different uh, different tastes and different genres and and different types of, of facilities that we have in this in this state and uh, it was a mixed bag of, of favorite tracks and I I, I want to read some some of the responses um, Dave, you'll like this one. The first response yeah. on Facebook from uh, Preston Hutchins. And some of these people might be some, some folks that <laughs> yeah. you might know. I do. Um, Virginia Motor Speedway started going with my dad when they opened and uh, have raced there with four generations of my family yep. involved. Yes, that's absolutely. That's one unique story. Yeah, it's all, and, and that's what short track racing is all about, to be honest with you. Yep, yep. Um, Nick O'Dell, VMS. Once yeah, again, see. One of the nicest and safest dirt tracks around. Um, Randy Hunter to go and watch a race at Martinsville. Just, you know, because that's different. You had a couple people that raced at VMS and you got, you got a race fan that goes to Martinsville. You got the South Boston, you got Wythe and Motor Mile. And got them all. Yeah. Dominion. Langley Speedway. Been Ron Fox at Langley Speedway. Been going there for 34 years. I love that place. Yeah, Dominion got some uh, some love. Um, uh, the, the drag strips got love. Yeah. I mean, yeah. On on Twitter, uh, as soon as I posted, our our boy Tyler behind the scenes <laughs> at Virginia Motorsports Park race VMP. We might be biased. This is from the race yeah. VMP account uh, at Virginia Motorsports. We we might be biased, but uh, 300 plus miles per hour nitro breathing top fuel dragsters are only seen here in the state of Virginia. That's a good reason to yeah. go to VMP each yeah. year. I, I will say this: When we put our special events scheduled together, it, uh, they, the, one of the dates was June fifth, and I went into my the my bosses, and Bill and Clark Sawyer, and I said, "We do not want to do a race on that weekend." And they went, "Why?" I said, "Because that's NHRA weekend at VMP." Mm-hmm. And what did they say? We're going to change the date. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's what's so good about here at Racing Virginia is what we're, we're trying to collaborate. And we yeah, don't want to put... I think we move it to May 15th yep. instead. And and that's what's so cool is because, um, to piggyback on that, if you've never been to NHRA anywhere, uh, one, Virginia or uh, VMP is just phenomenal place yeah. to go watch a race. You want to go to NHRA. Yeah. It is a thing that you have to go experience at least once. Yes. And uh, if you experience it once, you're going to want to do it again. Yeah. Uh, I, I still, and it's been 20 plus years maybe, my first time at an NHRA event, and it was at VMP. And I, I remember it like it was yesterday. Yep. It's an experience, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's, it's super. I mean, it's such an experience. I mean, and those guys, the 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 drivers, the competitors, man, they are so 
accommodating and 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 uh, I mean to have someone like a John Force yep come to a little radio show that I had back then yep. to, you know I was doing it live for John Force to say yes I'll come and be on your show mm-hmm. it's who would have thought yeah but that's the thing, and, and, and you wouldn't think, because John Force is is drag race. Yeah, he is. He, oh, he, he is, is yeah. the top of the top of of the drag racing world. Been around forever. Done literally everything, everything. in yeah. drag racing. But that is. Have you seen how, him on TikTok? Oh my gosh, yes. With the, with the peak auto. Uh, I have not seen that one yet. Yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna have to go look at John Force's TikTok because that's apparently a thing. It's well, it's peak. Uh, peak uh, okay. Peak auto, and they're trying to teach him one of the dances. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I, I've seen John Force do a lot of things. I don't Dude. think I've seen John Force dance before. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. Hey, well, you know, we could sit, we could, yeah. we could sit here and talk about racing and and stuff all day long. But yep. we we need to get this show rolling. So, uh, all right, let's go to the phone lines and let's talk to our first guest. Let's do it. As promised in the open, uh, we got we have our youngest driver to date. Our youngest, okay. And he is 12 years old. He's, in, he's, a, he's a racer. He races, I think, Junior Champ Card is what he's racing now. And he is an aspiring announcer. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna delve in. Look, Brandon's face is like, what? Uh, this, this cat, I'm telling you what, uh, for being 12 years old, he knows exactly what he's doing on the mic. When he, I think he does six nights a week of iRacing. Of course, he is Mr. Atley Weiss. How you doing, Atley? I'm doing good. Excited to be on here tonight or today. <laughs> Sweet. I, I, I like already that. love I, the energy. I love the energy. Gosh, I love the energy. Uh, first of all, uh, let's talk a little bit about you as as a racer. Uh, you know, I, I, I talked to your dad, and he said that really your love for racing started at the ripe old age of four years old. That is correct. I mean, it started off as a seed watching my grandfather watch NASCAR at the track. At first, I didn't really know what the sport was. When I was little, I was very interested in Monster Jam, and I can't imagine doing that right now after racing. And then the seed began to grow, going to racetracks. I went to a Wheel and Southern Modified race in 2014, got to see that, and that's where it really all started, and it grew from there. Uh, so... Um your dad said also that you're you're like a historian. You love the history of NASCAR. It's exciting to see how a sport grew from something so little as moonshine running. It's so cool to see how it's grown from that and all the big drivers that have gone to become great champions in the sport. I think it's just something really cool to study and research about. He knows his stuff. I love this. I love this because I am I am out of your uh, same mold, sir. So I can definitely appreciate your uh, your knowledge of the sport. Um, uh, so what made like what? You know, you started to study it and you started to love it, but uh, what made you want to, uh, you know, sit behind a microphone and talk about it? Well, it all started off. I have a colored carpet in my room, and that colored carpet eventually turned into a racetrack. Had a 
die cast racing around it and someone had to call the races so that was my job i would imagine that i was the announcer and i would call the races so that's really where that started that's awesome i did the same exact thing when i was when i was a kid but i was out on the picnic table out in the yard um now when whenever you were that young and doing that did you have a favorite driver or favorite drivers that you would uh, you know put up at the front of the track well, a lot of times I would put Tony Stewart. He was my favorite driver, and now I root for Martin Truex Jr. Very cool. Both awesome, awesome racers and awesome dudes, if you've ever got to talk to them before. Um, so now um, you are you jumped into, you know, you're on your carpet, you were doing that thing, and how did you get into iRacing, and how did you get into calling iRacing? I want to know about that. Well, this whole pandemic, like a lot of other people, with the lack of racing that was going on, I found out about iRacing, and it seemed like a really cool thing. And so at first I thought it was cool that I could actually race online, but then I figured out that you could call races online. And I had a friend, he was my Parks and Rec basketball coach, and he raced in an iRacing league, so they let me call a few races, and from then I've had many iRacing leagues ask me to broadcast their races. That's cool. What leagues uh, What leagues have you called so far? So right now I've called, it's the Short Track Superstock Series owned by Ian Martin, the iRacing Superstock League, the Short Track Super League, S&D Racing, Mason-Dixon iRacing Series, the swag outlaw late model series dude you you do it all man uh, so do you whenever you're doing this um and you're not calling the races do you sit and watch the the e-nascar coca-cola iRacing series and and see what they're doing to like pick up some tips and tricks on how to call a race well, I always, I used to, I'd just watch races for fun, but now when I'm watching races on the TV and on the internet, I'm studying what they're saying and I'm picking up on some of the stuff that they do. That's cool. What do, what have you picked up so far that you've learned? Uh, what was the best thing that you've learned so far? One thing that I've tried to improve on, it's been probably the hardest thing, is definitely when I'm interviewing drivers. So when they ever do their victory interviews and stuff, I listen to what all questions they ask them and stuff when they, whenever they win a race. That's that's awesome. That is the the number one thing that you got to learn is is uh, you know about that driver and about their race to be able to call a race really really well. So man, you're doing the right things. Um, I am impressed because uh, um, Dave knows this, but I went to broadcasting school and i wanted to do that very very thing to call races and you've got a leg up on the competition because you're 12 and doing it right now what i want to know is what uh, what do you want to do in the future and how do you want to you know how do you want your racing career to go but how do you want your broadcasting career to go as well so for racing, I'm moving up to Bandoleros this year, and I'll continue to maybe move up the ladder because I've, while I'm racing, I'm also learning about broadcasting because racing in a car actually helps you in your broadcasting because you know how it feels to be a driver from that driver's standpoint. Very, very And also for, for broadcasting, I will maybe actually do some live racing. I've announced races at Langley Speedway before, so that's probably my thing that I want to do for broadcasting. What, what's your favorite uh, type of racing to announce? Do you like dirt better? Do you like uh, the asphalt stuff? Or, um, what kind of cars do you like the best? 
Well, I feel like I'm very blessed to be in the area Hampton Roads where I'm around three different tracks, Big Variety, Richmond Raceway with the NASCAR, Virginia Motor Speedway with the dirt, and then local short track racing at Langley Speedway. For me, I prefer asphalt racing, but dirt can be really fun, too. Ah, uh, Dave, you're going to have to convert him. Uh, uh, well, Atlee, you, you know him. I talked to your dad about this, about this coming season. I told him I, I want you to come up and announce some at Virginia Motor Speedway. That would be fun. Tonight I'm actually announcing a race for a dirt series at Weed Sport on Swag TV. So I'll, I raced a, I, I, it's going to be my first dirt race that I've announced, but I'll, I'll continue to study, research it, and I'll be ready for next season. He's going to be ready. I love it. I love the energy and I love the enthusiasm about well, this too. Well, it's this, you know, the thing that, that we probably don't delve into a whole lot is, we, we, is training a new generation of kids to do this stuff. Mm -hmm. you don't, it is extremely hard to yep. find someone to actually announce. I mean, there, there just aren't a ton of them out there. And so for, for, for Atlee to be doing this at 12 years old, uh, I, uh, there's a uh, Ruben Morales. He's out in, he was in, in New Mexico. And he started at 10. And now he's doing World Outlaw stuff. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it's nice, uh, Atlee, to see that you, you know, because the thing is, I don't know if Brandon knows, but you, you, you want to be a racer. You'd like to be a racer, but I think you want to be a broadcaster more than you want to be a racer. Right. I, at school, I, I, I was always interested. I was wearing racing t-shirts, and nobody at school was interested or even cared about racing and I'm like what how could you not care about a sport so awesome as racing and I feel like this next generation is what racing needs to continue on throughout years and years to come man dude I, we love you <laughs> we may even have you come in live one time and help us with a with a show how, would, would you would you do that Oh, of course, I'd do that. I mean, any any reason to get on the mic is a reason that I would take. I love it. I love it. Uh, what did um, you know? You're what six nights a week now? I mean, your dad—that's what you, I think. It was what your dad told me. You can go from maybe two nights a week to even six every day, except for maybe Sunday a week. It's it's the schedule's been getting full. We have other announcers with us. So many leagues have been asking us to announce. Well, this is also your your dad Dayton told me also that you know they took you at a regular public school and now you're on an online school uh, so that you could do more of this kind of stuff. Right. This whole pandemic has helped me branch out to new opportunities and stuff. So right now I'm going to Liberty University Online Academy, kind of like William Byron. Dude, that is a – if you're going to follow a racing path, uh, following in William Byron's steps is a pretty good way to go, I would think. Um, so what uh, – you know, you're, you're on the online school right now, but uh, obviously you, you want to focus on broadcasting. Is there plans to, to go to Liberty? Do they have a broadcasting program? What's, what's next for that? 
I'm not actually sure if Liberty University has a broadcasting program. If so, then I might want to go towards that. And if any other schools that might have a broadcasting program, I'm interested in. That's cool. Well, I am a graduate of the West Virginia University broadcasting program, and it was really good. If your dad wants to send you there, so uh, I'll plug I'll plug my own uh, uh, own school with that. But th- that's awesome that you 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 have focused on that at such a young age. I know for me, I I didn't know what path I wanted to go and you know you getting that early start is so 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 cool and and your passion for racing is even cooler um you know what uh, professionally do you you know what what do, who do you see yourself as do you want to be a pit reporter do you want to be up in the booth do you what uh, what is your favorite thing to do and what would you want to do as an adult Oh, my favorite thing to do is probably going to be up in the booth calling the action, not like an analyst or a pit reporter, but actually calling the action side by side. Make those memorable calls that are like you remember for years. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's, that's my guy right there. That is my guy. Uh, well, I, I can tell you this. We are so, we are really excited to have you on. Uh, Atley, and we're we're looking forward to having you uh, on again live. We we're yeah. going to have you come in and do a show. Yep. This this all is right. all right. This is your invitation. Well, we can't thank you enough for taking some time out of your schedule, your your busy schedule, yeah. to uh, visit with us, my friend. And uh, we look forward to talking to you again here very shortly. All right. Thank you for the interview. It was awesome. Man, oh, man he is he is on time i i have i i love all of our guests but i've never related to a guest more than i just did with with atley um he like that passion and that direction i I, that's really really cool to have somebody here at that young age be that passionate about uh, about that direction and doing that he is i mean it just it just amazes me it really did just Mm -hmm. just how good he was at talking to us yeah he's 12 years old he's got his stuff down like he's got he's got it down 12 years old at 12 years old and he can only you can only get better so cool speaking of getting better yes we need to we need to make another phone call yeah as promised we have the president of colleague racing on the phone with us Mr. Chris Rice, how you doing, Chris? You know, guys, I'm absolutely doing amazing, but I really appreciate you asking me because uh, I love telling everybody that. <laughs> yeah, we set you up to be uh, to be happy here on the Racing Virginia podcast. I love Virginia. I love, love, love Virginia. Well, it you know the, uh, a great. Well, it could have been better, but a great end to the season. You had one driver make it into the final four. And, you know, that's a first for you guys. Uh, this team is really starting to uh, – I know that everybody's talking about it. Yeah. You know, um, we as uh, uh, our competitive nature want to say, man, it could have been a better year, or Darren, we wish we would have won. No, I am crazy happy where we were. I went into the Final Four knowing that, you know, we probably were the dark horse that nobody had talked about us, and uh, we had to do a better job of beating those guys. So where we finished was um, actually, you know, okay with me. Alex Johnson, everybody on the, the number 11 car job, you know, everybody back at the shop done a great job of preparing a great car. We learned a lot by going to that race, being in the championship, 
knowing what NASCAR does, uh, just understanding how to go about a championship weekend. We learned had a uh, Justin Haley done an amazing job. Ross Chastain done great. AJ Allmendinger brings a whole nother level to the program. Um, so, you know, I was happy with it. Uh, I would love to say it's great to be a champion, but a champion and the Fords had us beat all year. Um, and and we, we definitely caught up with them a little bit, but we still hadn't gotten to where we needed to be. You know, I think most people thought that AJ was going to go full-time. I think that's what everybody on social media was expecting. <laughs> but, but you know what? I, I couldn't be more happier with what uh, you guys did and bringing uh, Jeb Burton on full-time. That kid is such a hard worker, and um, I think he's going to do a tremendous job for you guys. You know, uh, everybody has beat us up, or not really beat us up, wants AJ to run full-time, but they got to remember it. You know, AJ has an NBC career. He's happy where he's at in life. He enjoys our race team and making us better. So that that's key. Um, so you know, AJ AJ's a great fit for where he's at, right? Like, so um, you're you're right. Everybody thought that, but the Jeff Burton deal, the Burtons, um, the Halifax County native. We both graduated from the same high school, which is cool. Um, so you know, it was, it, it was a great fit for Nutrient Solutions colleague racing jeb's gave his heart and soul to being a full-time vehicle that that was competitive you know he's done things that was just kind of i don't want to call them ride arounds but that's what they were just ride arounds and uh had a great opportunity at junior motorsports uh he had some ups and downs um and and, you know he turned some heads so it's going to be good it's not going to be easy not going to sit here and lie because when you when you jump into a car that just had the best average finish of anybody uh, and that 10 car did, uh, you don't put a lot of pressure on yourself. I want to know what that process was like to to get Jeb in there. Obviously, he um, you know has worked really hard, but did he come to you guys? Did you guys uh, you know, come to him? Um, how was that? Well, I had talked to Jeb Burton um, quite a few times about the partners he had, the things he had, you know, um, and how could we make it work at College Racing. Now the Nutrient Solutions deal was totally different, and I told uh, I told a radio show last night. I was like, you know, that was so different that it it's kind of fun to to watch and look at. But the big thing was we needed a farmer. We needed somebody that fit Nutrient Solutions. We needed somebody that could, that belonged um, and that could talk the farmer lingo. You know, I, I've been to some farmer conferences when we had family farmers, but if I go now to a, a parents with the farmers, I can have a good time with them and I can talk, but if they talk about a, a tractor or what they're doing with the land, man, I'm going to be in left field. So we needed somebody that understood that. Jeb was a good candidate for that. You know, we had some, some other options and some different things and uh, it just fit. So uh, we actually, we actually reached back out to Jeb um, and, and kind of told him what we were looking at and, you know, his partners don't have enough money to go full-time. They don't have the, the, that backing yet. They can, and they might, but what we what we needed to do was be able to, to, to put some partners with Jeff's partners uh, and our partners at, at College Racing and be able to make it work. So that's kind of the way it went down in a short story, but uh, it was actually fun. No, uh, we all watched the video and with uh, him and you and, and, uh, and Ward and all that. Um, since you guys were having that conversation – 
Um, it looked like he was obviously really surprised that he got full time. Like, how did you guys set that up to make it sort of a surprise and put that video together? <laughs> well, you know, that's all on me. Uh, I'll take full blame for that because <laughs> I, I brought them guys down. Um, Ward and Jeb, and I was just telling them that it didn't look like the Nutrinac Solutions deal was going to work. Uh, I was really concerned about it. Uh, hadn't had many, much conversation. I might have fabricated some some deals <laughs> and uh, set it up to where they was, uh, you know, look, hey, you're just going to meet these guys, and they're not going to do anything. But you need to meet them, and, and we need to figure out what we can do with your partners because I got to, you know, Matt Colling, myself, we got to figure out what we're going to do with the 10 car. And um, so they were prepared just to th say thank you. We appreciate the opportunity and, and move on. They had no idea that we were going to offer for him to be the Nutrient Solutions driver. Uh, you know, we Matt Colleg, it, Matt Colleg is 100% the guy that uh, allows us to be able to say, okay, we're going to run 33 races. Now let's go find a sponsorship, right? Mm -hmm. Well, he was the one that, you know, obviously was like, hey, want to offer you 33 races and uh, – he had no idea. He, I think he's still in shock today because really it's on a handshake. I mean, uh, our program's on a handshake. It, it, it is until we get everything finalized. And, uh, you know, we as college racing love handshakes, but we also, we know it's contract driven and stuff like that, but it, it, it set him up. And I think Ward is, is still really emotional also because you know, as a dad, if you're dad, you yeah. want your kids to succeed. You want to live your life through your kids. You want your kid in the best stuff. Your kid never does anything wrong. I mean, I spent many times on a ball field trying to tell a coach my daughter was the best, knowing, you know, like, I mean, you know, I know that she's probably not the best one out there on a basketball court, whatever it may be. So he was just as probably more excited than Jeb, which makes me happy. That's that's awesome because obviously you've seen Ward and Jeb both do a fantastic job promoting their sponsors on social media. Did that uh, did that factor into to Nutrient Solutions to say, hey, look, they are always out there promoting their sponsors and doing the best they possibly can for their partners? You know, um, I, I, I got to be honest with you. We really didn't look at that that much. We looked at the, the fact that he could relate with our farmers mm -hmm. uh, because it's all driven around Nutrient Solutions farmers and what we do, activation at the racetrack and how we do it. And, and we knew he could have conversations with them. So. Yes, he does a great job on social media. Um, he does an amazing job, you know, putting his partners out there for all the fans to see, uh, letting everybody see behind his life, um, because that's what people like to see. Like, if you follow me on social media, people love to see what you do on the outside. Like, they don't, they love the racing part, but they yeah. want to know what you're doing. Uh, I'm going to go on vacation on Wednesday, and, and I'm going to show everybody what I do. Because everybody <laughs> loves that. Right? Like, yeah. I'm not going to hide it. You're everybody taking a vacation? Like, I'm going to take a vacation. Slack. My phone will still be with me. but uh, Yeah. I know it. I only work part-time. Just part-time. <laughs> uh, and it doesn't hurt that Jeb is – he's a he's a good driver. I mean, he's he's got talent. He, you know, um, yeah, I started watching him after we got this deal going, and he had a couple of bad races. Uh, and, I'm, I, I, and I told him this. I called him out to Texas, and I'm like, hey, what happened to you? What, I mean, blah, blah, you know. I mean, because we got to, you know, we got to be here, here, here. And, uh, you know, he's, he's like, talks to me about it. And then I watch him at Martinsville, and he's running behind AJ. And AJ don't care. He'll tell you what he's thinking in a minute, right? Like, he, don't, he doesn't care. And AJ and, and myself and him, we actually had Jim. This is. This is where people I can't even believe didn't figure it out. But 
we had Jeff come to Phoenix uh, to meet with the Nutrient Solutions people. He was in the suite with those guys and, uh, and 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 got to meet them. So AJ told him there. He says, "Like, dude, whatever it may be." And uh, Ward was standing there and goes, "Jeff, did you do that?" And then Ward's like, "Jeff's like, yeah." He says, "Boy, you gotta listen to AJ. It was so funny." <laughs> So good, but Jeff does a he does a great job. He's going to be great with Justin Haley. Yes. Um, you know Justin Haley's third year. Super, super excited about that. But he's going to be great if he believes in what Justin Haley is telling him, and what AJ Omendinger might tell him, or what I might tell him. Dude, will he'll jumpstart his year. Uh, he'll be he'll hit the ground running at Homestead, one of our worst racetracks, Dolly Grayson's worst racetrack. I am. So glad we're getting it out of the way early, um, and and he will um, he'll do it here. You know the night it, it, the one thing about college racing that I thoroughly enjoy, and it's and it comes across on social media, is it's not just uh, a couple of racers because there a lot of there's a lot of teams out there where the racers don't get along very well, and, but your team uh, very cohesive, uh, very much like family. Well, we drive it that way. Uh, Matt Collig, myself, we try to figure out what's the best fit for people. We do it in our shop, too. And if you don't fit in, we tell people that we hire. The hardest part you're going to have working here is fitting in. If you don't fit in, you don't belong. you got to become our family. you got to love us. you got to care about us. Now, you don't have to go to dinner with me. You don't have to call me at 7 o'clock and tell me that, you know, hey, I'm going to bed. None of that, but you have to be family. You got to love your 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 guy that's working right beside you, and know that Matt Collick owns every race car. He owns all of these race cars, so you're going to work on everything. You're not just going to work on a ten, the eleven, or sixteen. Once you do that and you fit in, man, it it just it's contagious. When you love your partner, your guy that's beside you working, everybody else starts loving you. So it's contagious. So I do the same thing with the drivers. If you don't get along. I'm going to bring you in the office, all three of you, and put a put a cup of milk and some cookies out in front of you and say, hey, are we going to handle this like grown men or are we going to handle it like a bunch of kids? What are we going to do here? Oh, man. That, that, uh, speaking of family, um, we've got our, our Racing Virginia family here. Um, is it just a plus for your new relationship with Jeb? Both of you are Sobo guys uh, coming up kind of the same way and, and being part of that Racing Virginia family. You know, I, I believe it is, and I believe it's just a, a, a fact that, you know, I grew up, my dad, my uncle, um, and bless my uncle's soul, he's, he's gone to heaven now, And uh, but I grew up in racing, um, and then they went on after they finished racing, we done Jeff Burton's car, my dad was crew chief, my uncle helped on it, I was just a little punk kid, um, you know, just doing whatever it took to be around that race car, and, and Ward was the, the other bird at the time. You know, it was Jeff Burton was our guy, and Ward was the other Burton. And um, if, uh, Jeb to come around now and work with us and be on our team, uh, you know, I, I FaceTimed with him last night. His mom was there. His wife was there. Ward was there. They were doing some kind of cooking show. They all had aprons on. <laughs> it reminded me of South Boston, right? Like, yeah. it reminded me that that's the way we are. They're still grounded enough to do that. Um, and, and I love everybody in South Boston. I love – I love – Going back home, seeing how it changed, um, seeing some people that I might have not seen in a long time from school. Um, you know, so it just keeps us grounded. You know, I'm very fortunate to have Matt Collig in my life and the Collig family. Um, 
so to have a race team like this and be able to run it, I've just been super fortunate to have the people to help me do it. Laney Chandler, Justin Cox, all those guys be able to help me do this. And, and to have Jeb and the South Boston group with me in this uh, journey that I'm going through right now is pretty cool. Nutriag Solutions and, of course, Brent Smith, uh, man, they are great partners. Uh, couldn't ask for Lisa, the gutter protection, has been an amazing partner. Everybody thinks, well, that's Matt's company. Yeah. Well, they're actually a partner. They sponsor us. They, they, they give real dollars, and they do real things. Um, but to have Leap of the Gutter Protection, Nutrinac Solutions, that beat those kind of partners, and we can't even forget about FOE, Fraternal Order of Eagles, that's with yeah. Justin Haley, mm-hmm. Ellsworth Advisor. We have so many great partners that I can't even rank them. They're all number one to me. But, you know, Brent Smith, Brett Griffin, Nicole, all of those the, those people that helped drive that Nutrinac Solutions deal believe in college racing and believe in what we do. And that just shows that, you know, we lost Ross Chastain to the cup side, which is fine, which we're happy about. But for them to stay in racing and still do this and still want to do this just makes me so proud of our race team for what we have done, what we have built. But they're just amazing partners, yes. And, and you have put those partners in victory lane a couple times last year with, with Justin. You got him in the championship four. Um, AJ had so much success. Yeah. And and now to, to – what would it mean to, to get Nutrien and Jeb, that combination, in victory lane next year? Well, I told Jeb this. I said, hey, bud, it's on your shoulders. We need to win with Nutrien Solutions, so let's make it happen. It would just mean a lot. It's like when Lee Silver Gutter Protection got in victory line, I cried like a little baby, yeah. like I love, you know, a, a baby. But we can get Nutrinex Solutions in victory lane and let them enjoy the moment. We had the fire suit in victory lane, but we haven't had the, the race car in victory lane. If we could do that with Jeb Burton, his first ever Xfinity win, um, that would show that our team is for real. We take people and, and we make winners out of them and, and, and win trophies, and that's what we're about. So, we're trophy hunting with him, and we're not going to let up until he wins the trophy. Well, and, and uh, you know, from the outside looking in, college racing is set up to to be very successful in, in the years to come. I mean, you have put together a great program. I, I was very happy to see Justin decide to stay in the Xfinity because I think he has a chance, a real good chance, at winning the championship next year because of his experience. And then you add Jeb to the to the crew and, of course, A.J. I mean, he's kind of like the father figure, I'm sure, or big brother figure to these guys. And, and uh, I mean, uh, you know, when people talk about college racing, they don't just talk – they you know, they, they talk about how you have built this and that maybe this is leading towards something maybe bigger in the future where you guys maybe go cup racing. You know, and I appreciate that. It gives me cold chills when people ask me that. And, and we have built it that way. We built it to where it's set up to win. Um, it's win trophies and, and get the best drivers in here and do the best thing. And Justin Haley, I feel like he's just he's got the best shot there is. He's been in the Final Four one time. He knows how to race. He's, a, he's probably yeah. one of the best racers I've ever been around. Uh, he's not flashy. He's not going to be that guy on social media. He sent me a pitch. He's loaded his leaf of the gutter protection dirt car up, headed down Volusia. But, like, he's not that guy. But he's going to be there at the end, just like the other day. He was there at the end, had a bad re- yeah. restart, wrong line. He maybe could have finished second. He was getting ready to pass the seven, would have been second in points. And that's what he's all about. Yep. That's what Justin Haley's all about. So, 
super excited about that, super excited about how we can win trophies. I just got to convince AJ to run at least one race. Right now, I'd convince him to run one race. <laughs> well, I would imagine that, that that a road course would be in his future. Yeah. Man, he's got a good TV deal, guys. You can't forget that. No, true, yeah. true. And, and, he, and he's good at it, too, is the yeah. thing. And, and uh um, speaking of the road course, I, I did want to ask you this because uh, you know, obviously you don't you're not going to give away your future future plans, but uh, they are testing that new next gen car on a road course at Charlotte uh, um, yesterday. Actually, um, what is that car going to bring to the sport in terms of saving money and 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 just everything that has to do with that from a, from a team perspective? Well, I think it's all yet to be determined. We all wanted to save a lot of money and be able to, to, to let the small guy be the big guy. But in, in reality, it's not going to do that. Um, but hopefully it brings down the price some to where, you know, a company can come in and sponsor a race team for half a year. We can get those Lowe's and those FedEx, those tile sponsors back in the sport that want the full year. Right now, it's just so doggone expensive that you got to have multitudes of sponsors. You know, even Kyle yeah. Busch's car is different. At different places, yep. so um, we need to be able to get the, the dollar figures down to where those sponsors can come back in and get some brand awareness. If you think about college racing, we get brand awareness: Leap of the Gutter Protection, Houston Actual Solutions, Ellsworth Advisors. You know, we get brand recognition because those guys can afford where our price point's at. Yeah, yep. um, and, and, and we got to get Cup down to that, and hopefully that new car does that. I don't know where it's at. Um, yes, I've been watching that. I've been looking at that. I've been wanting that to be. One of our goals at college racing, but man, we're not there yet. So everybody asks, go cup race. Love to go cup racing if it fits into our fold. The one thing that people talk about uh, is that you know the Xfinity series actually races better than the Cup series in most in a lot of cases, and you know a lot of a lot of guys would like to see the Xfinity package in Cup. Yeah, and, and you know we we see that we see that trend. It all changes. Um, we need to see passing. Um, and, and right now, yeah, the, the Xfinity cars are great, but you got to think about the tire. The tire is driven off the cup car. So when you throw that tire on the Xfinity car, those things drive like crap. Uh, I do iRacing just because I love it and it's fun. <laughs> um, and, and I hear these guys talk about this on iRacing. Like when I go to a race, they're like, these Xfinity cars drive awful. The cup car drives easy. And um, so they're right. And it's just, just driven off the tire and, and, and how things work. So. Um, it's fun to watch. It's fun to hear fans talk about it, and, and I'm I'm glad that everybody likes the Xfinity racing because that's where we're at. Well, regardless of the tire, regardless of the package, um, we here at the Racing Virginia podcast can't wait to see what you guys have in store for the entirety of college racing. But we're going to be paying special attention to how Jeb Burton from right here in Virginia does in that car, and uh, and we it's going to be so exciting. Well, I appreciate you guys, and thanks for all the support for the Virginia Race fans and all you Virginia Race fans and whoever listens to it. We love you, and keep following us at College Racing or my account. It's always fun to watch. It's always fun. You're right about that. Man, we know you're busy, so we can't thank you enough for taking the time to uh, visit with us, man. And we're going to have Jeb on again. We wanted to kind of wait a little bit on him, let yeah. him let him let it settle in a little bit, and uh, and then we'll have him back on and, and, and talk about the emotion that it was because that video – that you guys produced <laughs> was badass. Okay, and I it, love it. The raw emotion that came from it. You guys should be uh, commended for that as well. And and again, thanks for thanks for being on the show and being so accommodating. 
Well, thank you guys, and I appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you again before Christmas and the Daytona 500. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. Let's do it. All right. Thanks, Chris. All right. All right. All right. Guys. Bye-bye. See you guys. Man, I think yeah. he is really a cool dude. Yeah. I just – and I know exactly why college racing is the way it is. Yep. You listen to the emotion, the – you know, uh, how excited he is when he talks. That – comes down from the top mm-hmm. and just rolls right downhill to everybody yep. else. And you can see it uh, when, whenever that team does well on the track. Yeah. Everybody supports one another. You see, you saw Ross yeah. you know, and oh AJ and Justin. That, that one all. picture from this year where yep. they were hugging each other. Yep. That was cool. That was cool. And that comes, like you said, yeah. from Chris right there at the top. Man, what a show. Yeah. Okay. Infectious. I'm it, I'm hyped up. Yeah, I'm hyped. I'm ready dude, to, you know. Dude, Atley still is, <laughs> I mean, that kid is amazing. Yeah, yeah I, I, I can't wait to have him on, and I can't wait to, to go and listen to some some more of his I, stuff because uh, it's it's really cool to listen to, like I said, somebody that uh, passionate about the sport. Do you, do you know, I was not joking about, it would be cool to go down to college and do a yeah. Do a show, have Chris and and Jeb on. Yeah, yeah. You know, at absolutely. the same time, and it, and just do a you know do a racing so, Virginia riff. Yeah, something with them. down there. Uh, yeah. You know, it's something different. Those guys are cool. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're not, well, we we got like, we talked about this over and over and over again. We have some of the coolest, coolest most yeah. wonderful folks here in the motorsports industry yeah. here in here in Virginia. You know, and uh, if if I knew he wasn't busy, I'd run real quick out and grab grab <laughs> grab the big boss man, big boss man Dennis. <laughs> but we saw the we saw the conference table. Yeah. Well, we uh, we're preparing for our 75th anniversary celebration gonna, here gonna at Richmond Raceway. Please, folks, cross your fingers that we get out of this. Yep. COVID stuff. I mean, we need. We got we got a few months yeah. to, to get it done, folks. We need fans yep. in the grandstands. And and be honest with you, I can't take another year of not running. No. At Virginia Motor Speedway, yep. it will it will absolutely kill me. Yep. So, but uh, man, it's that. I'm not, man. I'm yep. really I, the pumped excite, up, man. We the pumped ex- up. I'm in level right now. Is crazy. Yep. No, that that. Uh, I keep saying it was cool. I need to I need to expand my vocabulary, uh, no. vocabulary a little bit more. You think I went to journalism school? I'd do that. But, but you know, we 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 talk about this all the time, that we have some of the best drivers, crew members, you know, people that have really made it to the top from state of Virginia, and it's only growing. It's you know, it's it really is only growing. There's a lot of news coming out. You know about uh, schedules for next year. That that's looking cool. Um, so we just we just got to keep pushing the envelope. We can't thank you enough, the listener. And if you have subscribed to one of the podcast platforms, thank you. If you haven't, what are you waiting for? It's the easiest way to listen to this podcast. I know you probably would like to. You know, somewhat you've gotten used to it over two years going to the website. Yeah. Okay. And and you can download it from there. Yes. But it helps us if you can go and subscribe to the big the big one. One of the big ones. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Apple Podcasts is huge because if we can get a bunch of you guys to go at one time, we might even show up on, you know, in in some of the top the trending cate- the trending category. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be 
Uh, Would love that. But uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, uh, Amazon. I can't believe we're on there. That that was hard to get on. <laughs> hey, you, you <laughs> we did it, one, man. You did it. We were one of the first to get approved, so that's kind of cool. So those are the main ones, but there are tons of them. Spraker, Stitcher, I mean... Uh, dizzle, diesel. <laughs> this whole you just making stuff up now. Pod chaser, pod this, pod that. I mean, it's a ton of them. Okay, so if if we're not on your podcast platform, let us know, and we will attempt to get it on there. I think I got it on just about everything. Mm-hmm. You did. You did a good job, man. <laughs> You so, did a good job. Well, we just need to get people to go that way to yeah. listen, yep. okay? And you need to spread the word. We need you to share this to all your friends, uh, you know, so that uh, w- we can grow this show. We can uh, we can get Virginia drivers out in in the public knowledge, you know, public knowledge. Get the you know, and give them some credit and make some stars. I I, I, I promise you this, Atlee Weiss. Is going to be a superstar. Absolutely, he's he's going to be a superstar. It may not be in racing, but it'll be in motorsport. If you know in, you in the yeah, motorsport in the motorsports arena, he is going to be a superstar. And of course, Chris Rice is already a superstar. He's yeah. you know yeah, he's already he's president <laughs> if, of Calgary Racing. If you just follow him on social media, you yeah. know he's a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> he's not shy, not at all. Uh, well, we we love him, and uh, man, it's uh, it uh, again to have Jeb Burton join College Racing with Chris Rice. When I saw that, when you sent it to me, I was like, "That is badass, right there." Mm-hmm. Too cool. It's just too cool. Um, <clears throat> well, if you if you're not following us on social media, what are you waiting for? At Racing Virginia on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, we got all our shows on there too. Yep. And uh, what else? We're, we've got, well, you know, we'll book a new show for you next week. Um, come, that, come check us out. Come check us out. Yeah. The, uh, all, if, if you got time, go listen to some, some of the older some podcasts. Of the older if you, uh, yeah, if you haven't, there's some really good podcasts. I'm not gonna say anything, but we we've done a pretty good job this year. We, ha- we have look at just look at go go to all the t- the show titles because we've got yeah. the guests on there. We've racked up some of the yes. best personalities in in the entire state all together. I'm going to say his name again, Todd Across now. He's awesome. That dude that dude works hard. Yep. I mean they had they had an event this past weekend, and with the weather, man, those guys just they they do scraping right in the uh, late. In the night, drag drag racing work not easy. is not easy work and, at all. And I thought it was. It's I swear not. to God, it, I thought, oh, you just spray some stuff down, no. put a little water down, oh, it's, and it's whoo, man. Yeah, I, I had no idea, really didn't. Um, but yeah, th- we got some great personalities, and we're gonna keep it up. We're gonna have all kinds of folks over the winter. Uh, try to introduce you to some new folks so that maybe you you know, find a new favorite to follow or someone that you would enjoy following. Yep. Uh, so we're going to keep it up through, you know, through the end of the year. And we're closing in on uh, 100, 100 shows. shows. We're, today's 91. It is. It is 91, man. Yeah. Nine to go. 91. I give you it. Um, when he first came into racing, Jimmy Johnson, he drove uh, Bill Meyer, uh-huh. uh, the late model stock car, 91. Did he really? Yep. A, a late model. Yep. Interesting. I did, that was I, a little tidbit of information I did not know. I got it. I was lucky enough to have a chance to interview him and at Myrtle Beach of all places. Yeah, 
I had seen it. He had come to South Boston, and then I announced. But uh, I did a live show at, at the November show at the late Mar Myrtle Beach because it's gone now. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I didn't believe him. He said he was uh, he had been hired by Chevrolet. He was a contract driver, and I said, "Oh, come on now! Uh, you know, you're just coming over from that uh, road route, not no road rally, but uh, the Baja stuff, the that, trucks, the trucks." And he pulled out his wallet and handed me the credit card and said, Jimmy Johnson, GM, what, you know, performance. I think he's, he's posted that on his social media <laughs> yeah. before. I've seen that. So that, that's hilarious. So he, he had it. And uh, so, <clears throat> but yeah, he's, it, there's a lot of stuff that we're going to be doing uh, over the winter. So just hang in with us, folks. Hang in with us. For Brandon Brown, I'm Dave C. saying thank you for listening and to remember to keep racing again.